You're listening to the Discovery COVID-19 podcast. I'm Azania Mosaka, and I'll be speaking to expert guests to help you better understand coronavirus disease 2019, as well as how best to manage your health, well-being and financial security during this time. When we talk about people working on the front lines, let's not forget the NGOs that are working tirelessly to support South Africa's most vulnerable communities. One such NGO is Klokomela, an award-winning HIV and AIDS educational and treatment program targeting workers in farming, nature conservation and tourism in Limpopo and Mpumalanga. The program has been running successfully for 14 years and aims to reduce HIV vulnerability through peer education, raising of awareness, prevention and treatment. An estimated 25,000 people are reached annually through the activities of the program. With me today is Christine Dupree, the founder of this incredible organization. Welcome, Christine. Hi. Great to have you with us. But let's start off by maybe explaining a little bit more about what you do at Sokomela. Give us more details to the work that you do. Okay, maybe um, I could just start with um, in 2005, we really started as a HIV organization because in those years remember we couldn't give ARVs to patients then so it was really awareness on farms for farm workers all about awareness HIV and then in 2007 we decided we must start with ARVs so we were lucky to get from PEPFAR um, ARVs so we started with ARVs then 2010 um, Department of Health gave us accreditation and we really started with the ARVs through government then. Now, after 14 years, I want to say there's something new um, because suddenly it's not only HIV because suddenly our um, HIV prevalence is about 7 to 9% where it was 29% previous. So now um, we are more primary healthcare, general health services. We have a women's clinic that we are doing ultrasound for farm workers to prevent breast cancer. We are referring patients to Helen Joseph for screenings and for um, chemo. And there's lots of other projects that we have, like a herb garden, sewing project, um, numpilos. That's might be a very, very important thing. There's about... 82 nonpilos, that is our caregivers on mm-hmm. farms, that will come once a month to our organization and we give them training. And I must tell you, after this virus that catch us, they are the forefront people mm-hmm. to help us now for screening. Yes, yes. And the work that NGOs are doing to support government's efforts really need to be lauded as well. So has COVID-19 affected your ability to carry out your mandate? And if it has, how have you felt this impact? You know, it's a huge impact. The fact that Woodsprite area is really tourist, almost 100% perform work as the other 100%. So suddenly there's no tourists in our area. All our, what can I say, the, the lodge farm workers or the lodge workers all went home because everything was locked down. There's some farm workers that's still working because the production of the citrus must go on. So suddenly everything, the, the game changed and the, the problem is we don't have funding for COVID. 
Um, so suddenly I had to go to my community, who's friend community, and say, listen here, people are hungry. Remember, UIF, I'm sure only in three months they will receive that. There's some other relief funds, but it takes time. So mm. on this stage, people don't have food, and that is a huge problem in our area. So Woodspray um, community just came together, and I think already 300 food parcels was given to some of the farm workers and the community workers that don't have a job. Farmers are sending us citrus because the citrus season just started. But the problem is, you know, we must get transport. We must take it to them. And yeah, so, so we have challenges, but we have a wonderful community that's helping us. Yes, and many of you, the, the workers in the area are seasonal. What they get is seasonal work. So even the presence in that part of the country depends on the seasonality of, uh, of the farming process. Absolutely. And, and the problem is with the Transport Act that you can't transport lots of people. You know, it's now about 70% of a bus. So you can't get everybody here. And for farmers, it's um, twice as expensive to get farm workers back on the farm. And, and they must work because otherwise they don't have food and they don't have money if they, they can't go on and do the production of the um, citrus. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, you talk about many of uh, the people that you help in the area being affected by hunger specifically. What is the impact then on their health and the kind of things they are coming to you for? You know, on this stage, we started to screen for COVID. And Mm -hmm. I think everybody is afraid now, but we we did almost the last three days about 700 screenings, and there was not one with two symptoms. So um, people are coming for screening because that is important for them. And then remember, they still need to get their chronic medication and the day-to-day minor ailments. So that is when they come to the clinics. But the huge problem that we have now is if they come to the clinic or talk to us, they say, listen, our families don't have food. So I think food is going to be a bigger problem for all of us than the virus. Yes, lots of families across the country Uh, expressing the urgency of uh, their requirement for food. You're absolutely right. So if you're screening those that turn to Shokomela and you suspect that someone should be tested, what do you do? Because you are in a rural and uh, semi-urban area. Uh, Have you decided or have you identified what the protocol would be in that regard? Yes, absolutely. Um, we really, um, already four weeks ago when everything started, you know, we had a wash bay where all the patients need to wash hands and screening before they get into the clinic. And then we have like a mobile that we decided that that is separate. We took out all the, the people. It was officers. We put, take them all out. So if there's anybody with, that we think we will need to test, we will take them like and I'd say quarantine um, mobile, and then we will organize with the nearest hospital because on this stage, it's only one um, group that's doing testing in our area. 
So we will contact them and then or they will come and do the testing or they will take them to Sikoror Hospital or Tinsoro yes. Hospital. You spoke about the Nombilos uh, earlier on. They do incredible work in educating and in making sure that people who need uh, your healthcare uh, assistance are able to come to Fokomela and get the provisions they need. They're in touch with foreign migrants, um, migrant laborers, sex workers, women, as you said, with breast cancer and the broader community. But they are the ones now at the front line of uh, the, the COVID-19 pandemic as well. Take me through what their feelings are at the moment, because they're in the communities and, of course, they receive uh, patients at, at, uh, your, at your facilities. You know, um, what, just more practical, just to explain to you what we're doing now every day, they will come to Krokomela, we have a quantum, so we will put them in the quantum and then we will take them to certain farms. So mm-hmm. they will go to this one farm, the Nompilo, sometimes two of them, and then they will screen people, all people on that farm. And then they will be away the whole day. After the whole day, they will come back to Krokomela and give the screening forms and then uh, and the tools. And then we will give the data to the Department of Health. It looks like, you know, if I talk to them, they are very proud that they have the opportunity to do, you know, to, to be this caregivers now and to do something good. And they all just love what they're doing. I mean... We are lucky on this stage, we don't feel the virus here. But, you know, if we read about Joburg and we read about Western Cape and KZN, and we realize it is coming for us. You have faced a pandemic before, Christine. Back in 1990, you realized that workers in that Richmond area were getting sick and no one could understand why. Um, And that's when you got involved and you established Shokomela. How does the current crisis compare to the one we faced then? You know what? My feeling is this is the same. And the thing was then, remember, I didn't know what is happening. Why are people dying? And that was about AIDS in 1990. It, it took people from 10 to 17. Uh, no, it was about 7 to 10 years. Um, and then they died. But the virus is, I want to say, 14 days or 5 days or 6 days. You know, it, it, it's shorter. It, um, those years, it was years. But now we are, we are at days when you can die of the virus. But it's exactly what you're saying. Um, those years, I didn't know what I don't know. And I must be honest, I still don't know what I don't know about the virus now. And as you think about it now, how is Shokomela facing the new challenge of coronavirus? You know, we must just keep our people safe and just be on the forefront and do what we need to do. And education, you know, we did lots of health education at the buses. You know, remember, there's almost 48 buses always that came through to Hootspray. So we went with all the non-pillows and with our staff and we showed them how to wash their hands and distance, social distance. We talk about it each and every day. So what we also did, we did about 5,500 buffs. Of course, remember four weeks ago, 
there was not moss, there was nothing. So we started to do in our sewing project, we started with buffs. So that is something that we are doing now to protect the farm workers. That's the only thing now, because, you know, mask is just too expensive. We have a lovely mm -hmm. community that start doing some mask for us now with material, but the surgical mask, we really need that for the nurses. We can't give it to anybody else. Do you think it's going to change your work as an NGO as we move forward? I think so. But, you know, we cannot forget about HIV and other chronic and TB. I'm just scared that we start thinking that's not important. It's very important. and We don't know what the effect of the virus is going to be on our HIV and TB patients. We don't know. On this stage, we are so lucky. But, but I don't know for the future what is going to happen, I must be honest. Are you in touch with other NGOs? And is there advice that you could give to other NGOs out there who might be struggling at this time? You know, um, if they're struggling, I think they can only if communities help, you know, if all the communities are coming together and help each other. But as an NGO yourself, you will never get through this, really. You, you need to get help, um, you know, like Rotary. We have Farm Watch. We have um, victim support groups. So we're all working together now. So I really feel that NGOs must really get help. And we always have our funders. I mean, Discovery. Discovery is still in contact with us all the time. It's just supporting us, you know, even if I can't always give money or something, but just the support of your funders is already something that they, the NGO must really focus on and, and talk to your funders. I just love that message. It's a reminder for all of us as community that there is a place, there's a part that we can play. We have to support and galvanize around the NGOs that are making a difference at this time. But I want to let you have the final word, Christine. Is there anything you wish to add? Yeah, you know what? Um, I just realized we're all on the same level now. That is what I feel. There's not, you know, there's nobody higher and think that they're smart. We're all now equal. The world is changing. And... I, I just realized it's a world that I don't know. I don't think you know this world. But it's challenging, but I think it will be lovely if we get through this and and something good is coming out of it. And I'm very positive about it. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, Christine, keep that big heart as big as it is and uh, continue to be the warrior that we know you are. And that is the founder of Shokomela, Christine Dupree. Christine, thank you so much. Thank you. Pleasure. This podcast was brought to you by Discovery. Stay informed, stay healthy.